everybody. This is Erin Cahill, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond, and I'm honored to be here. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining me once again on our journey into the entertainment world. And this is episode 447 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, and our interview with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Aaron Cahill is going to be joining us. She was uh, one of the Power Rangers, and uh, also she has a new movie out that is called Cut to the Chase. It's in theaters. On March 7th, it's on Video On Demand, and she's going to be here to talk about all those things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Aaron Cahill coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, we are moving into another set of remakes and upcoming new movies, and we got a lot of weird things that they're coming out with. <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, you'll get it. we'll get into that, and you'll see what I mean. Anyways, uh, we got a lot of uh, different stars coming back. Charlie Sheen's going to have a movie coming out with Whoopi Goldberg. And uh, it's all coming up right here on On Screen and Beyond. So stick around for that. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's time for Remake Madness. Let's find out what's coming away as far as remakes. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. It looks like a horror story set in the world of the Wizard of Oz is in the works from New Line Cinema. Now, this isn't really a remake as such. It's just going to have a lot of the uh, familiar places in the world of Oz that we all know and love and everything. But it's going to be very darker, of course. It's going to be a horror story, so we'll see what goes on with that. And a planned remake of the action film The Raid is planning and moving along, and it has uh, changed the location of the story to Venezuela from what the original was. So that's it for Remake Madness, coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, Patrick Stewart. He's going to be supplying the voice of Poop in the new movie, The Emoji Movie. All right. We'll see what that one's going to be. Speaking of uh, Patrick Stewart, he's also going to be co-starring in Wild Wedding with Glenn Close and John Malkovich. So that'll be a fun one. And like I said earlier, Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg will be starring in a movie called 9-11. Now, this is going to be about five people who are trapped in an elevator. And, of course, uh, the World Trade Center. And uh, they're trying to escape and all that stuff. So uh, that'll be an interesting one. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. We're going to take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Sequel City. Well, Anna Ortez has joined the voice cast of Wreck-It Ralph 2, along with John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman. They'll be returning as cast members. And Tron 3 is moving along, and it will be called Tron Ascension. And the script is being written as we speak. And let's see. Well, with the success of Trolls, it was undoubtable that we would look forward to Trolls 2. And they've already set the release date on that one. That's going to be coming your way on April 10th, 2020. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, May 2nd, Vegas, the complete series, will be hitting stores. Season 3 of The Affair will be arriving on April 25th. And The 4400 comes our way on May 2nd. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, well, it looks like A Dog's Purpose will land on Blu-ray and DVD on May 2nd and on Digital HD on April 18th. April 4th, you can look for Split with James McAvoy to hit Digital HD and on Blu-ray and DVD, it comes out on April 18th. And the tense thriller with Jack Davenport and Peter Coyote called Americana. We'll be coming our way on DVD and Digital HD on March 28th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen or Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, Leah Remini. She's going to be starring in a new pilot for NBC called What About Barb? Now, this is based on the 90s movie What About Barb? Remember that one? Only they've put a female pitch on this one. So we'll see what goes on with that. And Grey's Anatomy has been renewed for season 14. And The Middle is renewed for season 9. Over at uh, CW, it is Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl that has been renewed. That's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. <laughs> Celebrity birthdays, it looks like Mickey Dolenz is going to be turning 72 on March 8th. Of course, he's from the Monkees. And on March 10th, Chuck Norris turns 77 and Robin Thicke turns 40. March 12th, James Taylor turns 69. And on March 13th, it's Charo turning 76. And William H. Macy turns 67 on the same date. And on March 14th, Billy Crystal turns 69. And Michael Caine, he turns 84. That's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, Jared T. of Tulsa, Oklahoma, will be turning 51 on March 11th. If you, a friend or relative, are going to be having a birthday, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. We'll all be wishing you a very happy birthday. That's it for celebrity birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Erin Cahill is going to be joining us. She, uh, like I said, in almost a previous life now, she was uh, the Pink Power Ranger, and uh, she was also in a lot of other TV shows and movies, but now she has a new movie out uh, called Cut to the Chase, 
It's going to be uh, in it's in theaters right now. It's going to be out on video on demand on March 7th. So get ready for that. It's a good flick. If you want to check that one out, cut to the chase. Aaron Cahill next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who is known for her roles on How I Met Your Mother, Saving Grace, and as the pink Power Ranger, Jen Scotts, on Power Rangers Time Force. And gamers know her for her voice role in the Call of Duty franchise as Chloe Carmen Lynch in Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Her latest film... Cut to the Chase is a movie currently in limited release in theaters and on March 7th on Video On Demand. It's Aaron Cahill. Aaron, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hi, Brian, and everybody. Hi, everybody. Now, Aaron, I, I, I told Blaine this when I talked to him. This is a nonstop roller coaster type movie. <laughs> and all I could say was, wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, it's. My, my husband put it best because he's seen it now oof, two or three times. And, you know, he, he said it's like those Mel Gibson movies back in the day mm-hmm. when it was like, a, a you know, action, but also really with heart and some definite drama moments. And, you know, that, that kind of dynamic performance is, is what Blaine gives, you know, both behind the camera and on film. So, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, well, Blaine kept... Uh, telling me that you know this was a, a low budget film, and um, it, it definitely didn't have the feel. Because I mean, a lot of times when people, or I at least when I do, sometimes when somebody says it's a low budget film, you know, the sound might not be quite as good as normal, or you know, there's always little things that you know, okay, I can see how they they didn't have the money as the big budget movie. This one, I, you know, I couldn't tell a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Blaine is you know. Um, Blaine and our and our producers and um, our producer um, Mindy Bledsoe and and um, and Chris and we've had we've had this amazing team. Um, Chris Lyons, by the way, Christy Lyons, we call him Christy. Um, he, you know, they 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 really were so genius at taking a really small budget and making it look huge and making it you know dynamic. And I know it's using that word. Well, I'm gonna have to stop Blaine. Your new word is dynamic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so impressive what they did. And it's also because I'm sure Blaine mentioned it in his interview, you know, he's from Louisiana, so he was able to utilize a lot of, um, you know, calling a lot of favors pretty much. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really like a real family project, you know, his like cousins or something would do craft service and his mom would come and bring us food. And it was like. It was really, really, really a family endeavor, and and that's part of one of my favorite things about it. And now you've worked with Blaine before too, right? Yes. So I had met Blaine um, years ago just through mutual friends, and he um, called and offered me this this cameo in one of his in one of his other scripts that called the Six Month Rule, which is another movie. Does if you if you want to see, oh, it's so great! Oh, the cast is just. Blaine is amazing. Um, so I just did one little scene right at the beginning of the movie, and it was really fun. 
And Blaine and I just always gotten along, and he remembered me. And he, you know, back when, we, when he offered me this role, gosh, when did he shoot it? Like a year and a half ago now? He, um, he, called, he sent me a text and was like, Cahill, you're about to get a call with an offer for a movie. Say yes. And I was like, Blaine, I love you. I'll say yes because I love you, but tell me more. Um, and then he sent me the script, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. And um, he, so he remembered me from when we were together and just being friends, and he wrote this part, which I didn't find out until after, by the way, that he had written it with me in mind to play his sister. Mm-hmm. It's like made me, I mean, I'm totally sappy, so that made me like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, now, you know, here we are talking about this because we both, you've been in it, you saw it, I've seen it, uh, and I mentioned the name at the beginning, but uh, a lot of our listeners may have not heard Blaine's interview uh, last week, so um, I just want to have you give us a little synopsis of what the film is about, and of course the film is Cut to the Chase, so uh, give us an idea of what the movie is about, and also your role, and not give anything away. (laughs) Oh! Right. Um, okay, so Cut to the Chase is, as you said, a non-stop, action-packed, um, kind of really just a, just more of an action dramedy. Um, you know, it's about, it's really about a character played by Blaine Weaver, about a guy who's just an eternal screw-up, but you can't help but love him, and he's got a good heart, and. You know, it's really about his journey, you know, the final, the final last holdout piece of his, you know, kind of messing up his existence. And it's, he's being forced to grow up and to um, take ownership of his life. And he does it in some very irresponsible ways, but ultimately, you know, beautiful ways to, uh, to overcome certain challenges. You've seen it, so you know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to dance around. I know. It, it, yes, it's one of those cool. things where you... you you can't say too much, right? <laughs> you know, without you yeah. know. But, but you got to say something in order to let people know what's going on here. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll let them figure the rest of it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would just say it's an action-packed movie where you'll be touched and you'll laugh and you'll be very concerned and you'll see yourself and then you'll see you know, uh, or or you'll see someone you know or something. It's 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 a movie that has please everybody who's seen it, and I'm, I'm so proud to be part of it. Yeah, and the cast was great. Of course, Blaine was in it, and uh, then there was uh, Lance Hendrickson and, uh, from Aliens, and uh, uh, Lindy Greenwood from Sleepy Hollow, and then, mm-hmm. then that Aaron from Power Rangers there. <laughs> she was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was it's such an amazing cast. Again, it's just honored to be part of it. It's so funny because me, Blaine, and Lindy worked um, so closely together, and I never even got to meet Lance Hendrickson. I was like, oh, man. But oh, that's right. You didn't have scenes with him. Yeah. I didn't have any scenes with him. And so, yeah, I mean, you don't have scenes with somebody. You are not. You don't end up on set at the same time. So I never got to meet him. But thrilled to be in a movie alongside him. He's just a force. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing, as I was looking through doing research, and I, and I hope I'm saying this right, because I uh, I thought I saw it, and maybe maybe I'm not. But uh, yes, I am right. <laughs> At least what my research says. Uh, 
you, it's it's funny. It's like you know, seven degrees. You know, uh, now you have worked with uh, Lindy before, correct? On Sleepy Hollow. Now you know what's funny about that. So I did an episode of Sleepy Hollow in the very first season, mm-hmm. and I never had any scenes with Lindy. So I never met Lindy. We were never on set at the same time. Really? Didn't know who she was, and then and I and I was quite heavy in that episode, but her character just was a different storyline. So we just never met, which was so funny. And then a couple of years later, we ended up on this, and I was like, Lindy, actually, I know kind of a bunch of your, you know, the people you work with. <laughs> so it was like such one of those small world uh, moments in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of times, of course, a lot of us aren't actors, so we don't know. You know, you you think that everybody's together on the same set and everything, but uh, like you say, you're not in the scenes with them, so you don't get to see them. Yeah, that's what's wild is you can do, I mean, an entire show, like, with somebody. I was, I worked on Sleepy Hollow for two weeks hmm. and never met Lindy, which is so crazy because that's longer than I worked on Cut to the Cheese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, you know... You, it's it's just so funny the way the world works and and yeah the way our industry works it's pretty bananas yeah so how long was your shoot on cut to the chase we shot all of my scenes out in a week wow which if you think about it because there's i mean i'm i'm really in there um mm-hmm. they they just blaine is so brilliant at having um you know just having things be efficient and fast, and he knows when he's gotten what he wants, and um, and he just the way he the way he can direct and be in front of the camera and be producing, it's awe inspiring. I, I will I will follow that man to the edge of the earth and back. <laughs> and and of course, the magic of editing makes it all look like you were all together for the whole time. <laughs> <It's>... Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah. Um, now. So you were on this film and everything, and, and the only people you had actually ever worked with was Blaine, correct? Uh-huh. Blaine and the guy who played our father, Cotton, and Lindy. I think that was it. I think all my scenes were with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Uh, now, were any of the people who were behind the scenes in the other movie that you were in with Blaine? Um... No, no, nobody from nobody that I worked with that you work with, yeah. Um, from Cut to the Chase was in Six Month Rule. Mm-hmm. So I went in there only knowing um, Blaine, and then and now we're just this little family for the Cut to the Chase family. It's so amazing, especially because the movie, you know, premiered at um, the Aspen Film Festival, mm-hmm. and then um, has has won a couple other awards at other festivals. And so we've gotten to go together and to these premieres and things. And it's been like we, we were already a family when we were working. But now that we're not doing, you know, 18-hour days on set and, you know, focus, it's like we've really gotten to forge the family. So to this day when Blaine calls me, he'll, be, he'll go, he's like, hey, sis. I'm like, what's up, my brother? <laughs> <laughs> so now do you like going to the film festivals and meeting the people? I really do, but I'm also, I just love, I love anybody who attends a film festival because they're, you know, you have to be a fan of film Mm -hmm. to go 
sit and watch 70 films in a weekend and do the things. I just think they're really enjoyable, and I think you meet really interesting people. And, and you know, now you also go to conventions and sign autographs, and I love to meet my fans. Like, I just think I have the most loyal fans in the world. So, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big people person, though. I love humans. <laughs> I just love them. I have ever since I was little. Yeah. Like before I could talk, my mom would say that I would, I would put my arms out. She would feel me tugging over her shoulder, and it's because I would be reaching out, like reaching out for just whoever I saw. <laughs> if someone looked at me, I would just like reach out. I just love people. <laughs> so, what made you decide to get into acting, and when did it start? Well, I love that question. Um, I actually, my mom um, did theater her whole life, and that's actually how my parents met. My dad was doing set design. He's not an actor, but he was doing set design in New York. Mm -hmm. And my mom had gone to see a play that he did the set design for. So it's it's kind of in my blood. You know, I come by it naturally. But how it really happened was when I was four years old, my mom was teaching high school at the local high school. A high school. She was teaching high school at high school. Imagine that. (laughs) Um, She was teaching um, theater at the local high school. And they were doing a play. I think my first one was cheaper by the dozen, and they needed a, like a little kid. So my mom was like, "You're going to do this play, and you know you're four years old. So you just say, like, of course, thank you, mom." And <laughs> I loved it. I decided that was it. That was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I think the next one I did was Carousel, and I was like five. And I did ever since then. I was like, I want to be an actor. Hmm. So that started it. Wow, it's it. Now you also uh, were in pageants. I, I see your first runner-up for Miss Junior America. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, how did you? You really did your research. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. I, that never gets brought up in interviews. Wow, thanks, Brian. I feel like thank you. That's really sweet. Yes, I was. I um, I did it um because I didn't. You know, my mom was a school teacher. My dad was a carpenter, so I did it for like college money, and and I and I actually really loved it. Like I would always have such a nice time, you know, because I'm kind of, like I said, I just love people, so I always get, like, miscontinuality or whatever, but, but just because I was, like, I ended up being friends with all the girls and, like, encouraging them and being, like, you can do this, you look beautiful, because <laughs> they were such sweet girls, and it's so funny, like, you know, being in high school and, and doing all that stuff, but yeah, I did it I did it in middle school and then a little bit in high school, Yeah. but yeah, I was miss, I was miss. But see, now, now we don't, Virginia. we don't know, maybe the, the you were first runner-up, but maybe the guy who was the host had a Steve Harvey moment and you were actually the winner, but they didn't want to say anything. That's, that's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. That, that's great. It's, that's so funny. Yeah. So I did, I did do pageants so I could get some, some money for college. <laughs> that's hmm. funny. Do you remember what your first acting role that, you know, for TV or whatever, or movies, what it was? Wow. I mean, I did a couple little local, tiny, tiny things in Virginia. Like, I did a, a little pilot for a TV show. and um, But my first real... Well, it's funny, actually. My, one of my very first things I ever did was a short film called Speed for Thespians. And I played... Oh, gosh. One of, like... I played, like, one of Shakespeare's something. But it was a very small part in this short film... And I didn't know until a couple of years after being in, in L.A., because I left. I was only in New York like a year and a half for college, and then I came out here. And I found out after that that short film was nominated for an Oscar. 
I was like, hey, I didn't get a chance to go to the Oscars. Um, but they couldn't find me because I'd moved to New York. I'd moved to L.A. Um, but anyway, very funny. So that's a random story. So that was one of the first things I ever did on, on film. And then my first kind of big job was um, Power Rangers. Was, it was as Jen Scott's The Pink Power Ranger and Power Rangers Time Force. Mm-hmm. So that was, and I'll never forget where I was. I was at a, at a grocery store in Calabasas getting a cup of ice cream. And my mom, who had gotten the call that I got it, called me and said I got it. And I just was like screaming and I, I didn't know what to do. I told the guy behind the counter, I was like, I'm going to be a pink power ranger. I was like 19 years old. Or, no, maybe I turned 20 at that point. Anyway, <laughs> like I'll never forget that feeling of me being like, wow. So, so what did you just go to a, uh, you know, like a cattle call for for that role, or did they, were they looking at you, or? Well, you, I like the questions you're asking. <laughs> um, they, so, no, actually, it was this totally fortuitous moment in time. Um, the casting director, Iris Hampton, who's still to this day we keep in touch. I love that woman. She, I had won when I was 15. I had entered this competition called the American Model and Talent Convention, and. Um, it was how it was structured at that time was it would be like the whole kind of southeast, so it was all kinds of southern states. It was held in Florida, but it was like you know all the around all the surrounding states, and you could people would compete in different age categories, and then they would do like a point system. And there were quite a few, a few I think a few thousand people at that point. And if you were over a certain age, you just competed with the adults, and I think it was fifteen. So when I was fifteen, I competed as an adult, and I won it. I won overall actor. And they brought me back as a special guest. And when they brought me back as a special guest to kind of like host a couple things, the casting director for Power Rangers was there and she saw me and she was like, well, what are you doing? Are you in LA? And I was like, yes, I am. And she was like, you should come audition. I would love for you to come audition for Power Rangers. So she kind of accidentally scouted me because I had won this overall actor thing like four years previous. Hmm. Wow. I know. What a, what a, completely fortuitous small world right yeah now when you were on power rangers um did ever get in any injuries or anything from from doing what you were doing i mean you know all the the kicking and, <laughs> and all of that <laughs> you know it's so funny they at first they wouldn't let me do much because there was this thing called the curse of the pink power ranger and i'm so, totally not making this up um before me a couple of the rangers girls the pink ones had you know uh, fallen and broken their leg or twisted an ankle or done any number of things to hurt themselves. So when I came on, I wasn't a stunt person. I didn't have any karate training, but I had, I'm a dancer. So before we started, um, uh, you know, filming, we went to a couple weeks of like stunt school and they found out I was pretty flexible and pretty strong. And, you know, they would show me a kick and I would do like a, like a fan kick. Mm-hmm. And then they would go turn it in. Okay, that's a roundhouse, you know. So it's kind of like if you're a dancer, you kind of just pick up the movement. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I never. And I was like, I was like, get me in the ring, get me in the ring. Like I'm ready to fight, you know. And I want to have some fun. And and they were like, no, because <laughs> 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 person, the pink ranger. So, but eventually, as time went on, they let me do more and more stuff. But by the end, I was on wires, and I had wow. one episode where I fought like she was like. 15 ninjas or something all at the same time it was it was like 12 i can't remember but anyway it was really really fun so i didn't ever touch wood got injured doing a stunt Hmm. but funny enough 
Okay, so now, so that that is like the pre the rambling precursor to this story, and I'll make it quick. We were we were shooting in downtown one night, and I, I was supposed to be running away from a monster, mm-hmm. and so the camera was behind me, it was like the POV of the monster, and I looked back down the barrel of the lens and then back forward. So it's like you know, from the audience's point of view, it's like you see me running, looking back at the camera, and then running back forward. We had only ever practiced it in half speed, so when we filmed, I tore off at full speed. And I hit gravel. We didn't know there was gravel. So I just bit, like full-on bit it. And I was wearing a leather coat because my character had leather coat and a skirt. So when I stood up and everybody was like, you could hear like a collective gasp from the crew. They're like, ah! <laughs> I stood up. I was like, I think I'm okay. So I'm like, I'm okay. And I looked down and my knees were a little bloody. My hands were a little bit bloody, but it wasn't that bad. I was like, oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, and... Then I was standing there, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm a little sore. And someone was like, Aaron, you're bleeding. And I looked down, and out of my left-hand coat pocket, my, my leather, not, not pocket, but my sleeve, blood was just pouring out. And so I, I put my arm up, and I pulled my jacket down past my elbow. And I, I just, apparently my whole body weight went on my elbow, and I skid. Uh. And my jean jacket had gone up and then back down. So I saw it, and it was, it was a pretty good amount of blood, and I fainted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine, fine. And then I saw the blood and I was like, and faint. Oh, um, so they had to call an ambulance and the paramedics came to set and it was, it was a whole thing. I'm telling you, curse of the Pink Power Rangers, but I didn't leave. I, I finished up the day of filming. I, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I know I've had several other Power Rangers on before. I know I had a yellow one. Uh, I think, I can't remember. Ooh. Is it, is it, was it Kat? Sienna? Was it Catherine? Well, Catherine was on. She was she's she was a pink one, right? Yes, she was. She was. Um, you had Todd on. Yes, yes. She's a really dear friend of mine. So if you had yellow, was it Karen Ashley or Nakia Baris? Uh, Baris, yes, she was on, and also uh, Vincent. Um, is it oh, Serena? Serena, yes, yeah. Boy, I had to think. I <laughs> it's can you tell been... we're all a little family. Yeah, yeah. But um... I'm like my friends, my friends. So you know all them. We are really, really, when I say we're like a little family, we are such a little family. Hmm. Now, they're not bringing any of you back for the movie? I can't. They're you, not bringing any other. You're sworn to secrecy, back. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what I can say versus what I can't say. Um, so I'll just say, yeah. Okay. I'm not going back. It's <laughs> all right. For this movie anyway. We, we don't know about movies in the future, you know, hopefully we'll. Okay. You know. All right. We, we will accept Maybe. that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand sometimes. I, I mean, I hate to ask sometimes, you know, what are you doing now? What's your next film? And then people say, well, I can't really say yet. <laughs> so I don't like to put you yeah. in that, that position. but. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Well, I would gladly talk about, you know, my my upcoming stuff. Yeah. Well, another (laughs) thing I noticed that you were in, um, you were on General Hospital, right? Yes. I got to do a really fun, I think it was like six or seven episodes of that. And that was just an offer, which was really nice. I love those. As an actress, you don't have to audition. You just get offered stuff. It's like like Christmas. Yeah. that one was really fun. I played a kidnapper. I kidnapped one of the main characters, and I was holding him hostage to get this art piece. And well, it you was were the really psycho. fun, but then normally, 
Yeah. <laughs> and normally I'm not. I'm not. I'm kind of more the girl next door. Right. So You're so, really so pleasant. How can me. you be the the villain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. It's the it's the best when I get to play like the villain and or the the hard character. Oh, you like that? Like, it's so much fun. You know. I mean, I really love being obviously like the lead and the you know doing all that fun stuff. But it's so fun every once in a while to come and just be naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, jeez. The film, of course, is cut to the chase. That's the main thing we're talking about here. And uh, yes. I also uh, want to urge people to go out and see that because it's out in theaters right now. And on March 7th, it's on video on demand. And then in August, it's going to be out on DVD. So people can get it and see it and, and have a really good time because it is a really good film. Um, yeah, but- it'll be on video on demand and iTunes. And, and you can actually go to cut to the chasefilm.com cut to the chasefilm.com and you can find out all the information about where you can watch it where you can go see it um yeah thank you for for saying that because it's just i've been so lucky to be doing this for you know gosh 17 years and um you know just a bunch of different projects and all kinds of stuff but like this is i'm so proud to be part of this movie so I, you know, I can't recommend it enough. Like everybody go see it. Yep, excellent movie. Now, what what do you have in the works that you can tell us about? Is there anything that the you know you're doing or coming up for you this in the next year or so? I yes, actually, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, so this show, I just well, I was just the lead of a of a Hallmark Christmas movie. Um, you know, a month and a half ago at Christmas time, mm-hmm. that was super fun. So keep your eyes out for Hallmark because they're pretty good about replaying them. And that's called Sleigh Bells Ring. And then on and then on Netflix, I just had another movie come out a few weeks ago called The Watcher that I'm the lead of, opposite Eddie Gethegi, um, which for, he, he was in X Men and mm-hmm. Twilight, and now he's on the blacklist, and he's he's brilliant. Um, we play a young couple. He's also one of my really dear friends, so it, I love Eddie. Um, and so that's out on Netflix right now. Then this movie coming out, you know, on um, everywhere. Um, on March 7th. And then I have um, another movie coming out called Youth Group um, with Stephen Baldwin and Billy Baldwin and um, Donald Faison and Joey Fatone from NSYNC. And um, <laughs> it's, just, it's a great cast. Super fun, super sweet. I'm Thor Bansy. Um, uh, it's a rom-com, and I'm the female lead of that, and that's going to come out... Um, Later this year, and then I have oh, and then I have um another movie, two more movies I, I just finished. Um, one is going to air on Lifetime, uh, the Nanny Seduction. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's on Lifetime, and I'm playing a different character. I'm playing um, because of scheduling, I couldn't do um, one of the other characters. I could only I could do this anyway. The point is, I play this very cool different character for me, and um, it's one of the supporting roles. And then. And then I have another one coming out that I just finished called Hush Little Baby. I just finished that in December. So that'll be coming out later this year. And that's with Mar Vista Studios. So that'll probably go, you know, all over to Netflix and all that kind of stuff. And then I have another one that I can't say what it is. But, Brian, I'm really excited about it. And it's coming out um, in a couple months. It's coming out in theaters in Japan right now. So, and it's animated. I can't say what it is. But I think my Call of Duty fans will be super stoked about it. 
um, it's not Call of Duty, but yep. it's something in that <laughs> in that world. So um, that's all I can say about that for the time being. But yeah, it's a lot of fun stuff coming up this year. Yeah, you are busy, Aaron. Jeez. <laughs> That's Thank good. you, Touchwood. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Aww. Well, Aaron, I want to finish up with two final questions. Taking us away from all your acting, uh, cut to the chase, and everything else you've got going on, when you sit back and relax, what's your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Ooh, I love this question. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. As far as TV shows, I mean, every time I think of, like, my favorite, like, that I was so sad when they ended, my world was kind of rocked. Um, Sherlock, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, done. It's like a little piece of my soul is left empty. Um, I'm talking about the Benedict Cumberbatch one right. and with Martin Freeman. And, um, and then, you know, I, I'll just say what I'm watching currently for example, last night I just watched Homeland and The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did you so watch it Sunday? My, did you see it Sunday? Did you see it Sunday? Walking Dead. I did. Did you? How'd you like that Winslow character? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I, I was I was very happy how Rick handled that situation. <laughs> How's that for for a non spoiler alert? Okay. <laughs> um. And, um, but yeah, we, we, uh, we, I mean, did you like it? Did you like the episode? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I watch it each week. So. <laughs> right. I'm such a fan. Um, and then, yeah. And, and billions and I'm a big like HBO Showtime person, but billions, the affair, um, shameless. I've watched every season of that. Um, yeah, I would say those are my, my, my shows currently. And then, um, oh, no, except for I, I would be remiss if I did not mention Stranger Things. Yes, that's good. That show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as, a, as an 80s baby, it was like my husband and I would watch it, and he was like, oh, my God, I had that wallpaper. And I was like, <laughs> I think I have those jeans still. And and the music, oh, and it just, and it's back in, you know, I feel like movies nowadays are, I mean, obviously I, I love what's being made, but, um, but you know, like the good old, like the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where you had a beginning, a middle, and end. Everybody left the theater feeling better about life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like Lost Boys, like Gremlins, like those cla- like Princess Bride. Yes, yeah. Those classic 80s movies. <laughs> My husband just came to the room and he went, and cut to the chase. <laughs> but actually, you know, that's actually true. Cut to the chase is like a classic oh, yeah. movie with a beginning, middle, and end. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like a lethal weapon esque kind of fun. Yeah. But yeah, so I would say those. And, and as far as movies, oh, gosh, that's a big one. One of my favorite movies, and I always say it is my go to favorite movie, is is Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. I've just seen it a million times, and um, and I just I, I I love it. And then. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. What is one of my favorite movies? Of? I like dark things, though. Like, I'll put on Law & Order SVU and put it on the background for, like, one of those marathons. I'll just leave it on for an entire day while I do stuff. <laughs> I love dark. Like, Girl on a Train or or what's that other one? The the one with, um, oh, gosh, 
Another edit. Again, another <laughs> edit. I'm making you work for it. Anyway, I just love dark, 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 messed up stories. That's kind of my mm-hmm. Like Gone Anything Girl. that made those... me cry. Yeah. Gone Girl, thank you, was exactly the one I was thinking of. <laughs> so, uh, well, Aaron, uh, this has been a lot of fun, and I really do appreciate you taking the time to share with us about Cut to the Chase. Everybody should be go watching it on uh, in theaters now on March 7th on Video On Demand, in August out on DVD, and just uh, just enjoy a good movie. Yes, I can't recommend it enough. You will be happy you did. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Donna. Nice to meet you. A lot of fun talking with Aaron Cahill right here on On Screen and Beyond. I want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us and getting us a little behind the scenes and a little insight into Cut to the Chase. Uh, be sure to check that out. It is out on video demand on March 7th in theaters right now in limited release. Be sure to check it out. and It's a, it's a good film. And let's see, what else do we have coming up? We've got the, oh, we've got a guest next week that you want to be sure to be listening to. Uh, this will take you back in time to the 60s, and it's a, uh, just a lot of fun. And this guy, you got to hear him. He's coming up next week. I won't tell you who, but uh, you don't want to miss it. Well, that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when do we once again take you on screen? And beyond, I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care. Uh-huh.